Jordan makes her way through the crowds at Piccadilly Circus Station. She's walking back from the office after a long day of work, and she's going on a date. The central line is heaving, there are people everywhere, and all she can smell is the B.O. of the man beside her. Perfect way to start a romantic date, she thinks to herself. Finally, she switches lines and gets off at embankment. Here, the water is glistening in the sun, and the chaos previously on the tube has lessened. There's people coming back from work, families picnicking in the sun, but she just has one place she's going to. Her favorite wine bar, which also happens to be the oldest wine bar in all of London, Gordon's. She walks up the steps and down the narrow street. The wine bar is hidden from everyone's eyes unless you know exactly where you're going. She stands outside waiting for her date. Luckily, she's gotten there early. There isn't much of a line at all. You can never make a reservation at Gordon's. It's first come, first serve. Not only does it have an insanely beautiful indoor area, cavernous, dark, but very romantic, it also has a bustling outdoor area, which is perfect for drinks after work. They serve large charcuterie boards and many wines by the glass. It really is the perfect hidden spot in London. Finally, she sees her date, his head bobbing through the crowds, walking towards her. He smiles when he sees her, absolutely delighted to be in her presence. His blonde hair and blue eyes and mustache all fit his face perfectly, and Jordan gives a relaxed sigh. Finally, her and James will have time together. They had had a very, very fun and sexy last few weeks. But tonight, it was about them. They had barely spent any time, just the two of them together, and they really wanted to rekindle the romance in their life. Sure, sex was romantic, but sex was also not romantic. It was fun. It was playful. It was erotic. But now it was time for the two of them to just converse, to be in each other's presence, and enjoy their company. They walk down the steps to the cavernous bar. On the right-hand side, there are tons of cheeses from all over the world and a large list of wine. They sit down in a back corner. There are no lights except for the candles on all of the tables and the candles on the side of the walls. It really does have a medieval feel about it. Their server asks them what they want, and Jordan abruptly states that she would love some charcuterie and one of the Pinot Narrows that they have by the glass. She looks at James. He doesn't even bother trying to order for himself and orders the same as Jordan. They look at each other through the candlelight and enjoy the feeling of the warmth between them. The wine comes and then the charcuterie board. The cheeses and meats pair divinely together and each new glass of wine is different and exciting. They enjoy the feeling of mellowness washing over them as they drink their third glass of wine. They also decide it's time to leave, and they stroll down to the embankment and have a walk by the river, holding hands as they cross the bridge and get on their tube. By the time they've arrived back home, Jordan feels tired. She'd had a long day of work, and James offers to run a bath for her. Perfect, she thinks, exactly what I need. She pours herself a glass of sparkling water with some lemon as James readies the bath for her. He lights some scented candles and puts in a special bath bomb he had bought her for Valentine's Day. 
Jordan slips out of her clothes and ties up her hair. She doesn't want to get it wet today. It's not hair wash day. She puts on a plush robe and walks over to the bathroom. James is walking out and gives her a quick kiss on the forehead, telling her to enjoy herself. She tells him that she surely will. She slips into the hot, warm water, feels amazing on her skin, and it's exactly what she needs for her muscles to relax. She sighs, taking in the aroma of the scented candles. She's finally able to think about absolutely nothing. A couple minutes passes, and although she's enjoying the solitude of the bath, she misses James. She calls him in, and like the good boy he is, he opens the door and sits down beside her. He asks her if she's enjoying the bath. She tells him it was perfect, that she just missed having him around. He looks down at her, and through the bubble bath, he can see her beautiful tits and perfect pussy. James feels himself starting to get hard just looking at her. She was perfect. He reaches down and grabs her hand and starts to massage it. Jordan leans her head back and lets out a light moan. Mm, feels amazing, she says to him. He looks at her, and slowly he moves his hand up her arm onto her shoulder. He knows the way to get Jordan excited is to my massaging or tickling her. He knows he's already played his card well. As he looks down, he can see her nipples are hard, erect, and ready. He slowly slips his hand into the water. Jordan's eyes are still closed with her head bowed back and slowly starts to tickle her nipple. He can feel them getting even harder and he rubs her areola and starts to feel himself tingle. Jordan looks up at him and moans while keeping direct eye contact. She was so relaxed being in the bath but him playing with her only made her feel even more sensual. Slowly, he slips his hand lower, passing her soft belly, staying for a moment to give it a quick rub. Then slowly, his hand goes further south in between her crevices. He can feel her wetness, even though the bath itself is wet. It's slipping out of her, trickling into a bit of a thicker part of the water. He puts his finger inside of her slowly and looks at her. She looks up at him through her eyelashes. And James leans down and starts to kiss her deeply and passionately. Her tongue flutters in between his lips and tongue. And he caresses her down below as he continues to kiss her. Jordan can feel the relaxation throbbing all over her body now. Being relaxed has been able to help her turn on and to focus on the amazing sensation of James's fingers on her clit. They slip over her in a perfect rhythmic fashion. She can feel herself slowly but surely coming to orgasm. But James is soft. He doesn't want her to come too early. He can feel himself growing bigger and bigger. He's itching to have his cock played with, but he knows right now this time is for Jordan. At the same time, he's able to insert another finger into her. He continues to play with her clit with his thumb. Jordan starts to quake and shiver. 
pushing herself into his fingers even more. They're still kissing deeply, and there's something about the connection that Jordan finds unbearably sexy. It's so nice to just have the two of them together, and for her pleasure to be solely focused on. Jordan slowly pulls away from James, moaning and breathing heavy. Her pleasure keeps gaining. His fingers are taking her to another place. She presses her forehead against his. As she starts to breathe deeper and deeper, she looks at him and whispers, James, I'm going to come. He tells her to be a good fucking girl and for her to come for him. Jordan yells out as her legs shake unbearably. The bubbles in the bath create waves and little splashes as she sinks into the orgasm that's now making its way through her toes up to her knees and through the rest of her body. She keeps coming and tells James not to stop. I'm going to come again, she tells him. And James, being an obedient good boy, continues to use his magic fingers to bring out every second of pleasure possible for his perfect princess. Jordan lets out a small cry and then collapses into the bath, pushing James's hand away. She's so sensitive right now, and it's too much. She can't take it. Her breath rises and falls, and she slowly forgets that she was trying to keep her hair not wet and slips into the warm water. She looks up at him hazily, and James tells her he'll leave her to enjoy the rest of her relaxing evening.